Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Forever. Dog. Do not go gentle into that good night. Poetry, I feel, is a tyrannical discipline. I was trying to tell a story. The book came to me in a sort of a haze. This is how to write a good short story. No hope, just booze and madness. Everyone in the world has gone to bed one night or another with fear. I saw the best minds of my generation destroyed by madness. Now, lend me your ears. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Literati. And also, goodbye and au revoir forever from me. Huh, uh, I'm sorry, hold on real quick. Um, <clears throat> thank you to all our listeners for tuning into Literati, a podcast about books and the idiots who write them. We're your host, Colin and Michael. But, um, Colin, what's going on? You were just saying goodbye? What's up with that? Oh, yeah, well, <laughs> I guess now is as good a time as any, uh, Michael, to let you and the listeners know that I have decided to go be an expat. Oh, what do you mean you're going to go be an expat? Yeah, I decided to go follow in the literary traditions of those famous authors of the lost generation who all left America and moved abroad to Paris to write. You know, authors like Ernest Hemingway, F. Scott Fitzgerald, Gertrude Stein, uh, T.S. Eliot. So, yeah, I'm moving to Paris to write. No, I know all that stuff, but you're just going to, like that, go and leave the podcast and move to Paris? Yeah, as of tomorrow... I'm getting on a plane, and I'm going to Paris to focus on writing so that I can be an expat like my author hearers who came before me. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Uh-huh. And this has nothing to do with the family vacation for your Nana's birthday that was marked very clearly on our shared Google calendar? Huh. No. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. This has nothing to do with my family vacation for my Nana's 90th birthday. I'm getting out of the country purely for artistic reasons. Plenty of authors have done this, and now me. I'm moving to Paris and living my new bohemian lifestyle, writing by day and drinking wine and absinthe until I go blind at night. No, okay, yeah, no, that sounds really great and kind of like right? a fantasy that yeah. you maybe won't fulfill. I, I just think that lately you've been talking a lot about how your entire family is going on a vacation specifically for your grandmother's 90th birthday and how you said you felt like you were guilted into going even though you didn't want to. Hmm, no, no, this is unrelated. That's a total coincidence. I'm going to Paris to be an expat and do a bunch of writing, like all those authors I mentioned. Okay. Remember um, mm -hmm, all the no. authors I mentioned? No, I heard you I'm mention- I'm going to be like them, an I expat. Just, yeah. You're definitely going to Paris? Correct. And you're not going on a carnival cruise with your entire family for your Nana's 90th because you're right now wearing a t-shirt that says, happy birthday, Nana. And then you've got a backpack and a suitcase. And the suitcase says, Colin, carnival cruise member. No, and also the fact that I'm wearing uh, board shorts is also nothing to do with that. The uh, Well, no, you have great legs. You yeah, exactly. I want to show them off. The first thing you said is 100% correct, while the second option, the option about me going on the cruise, could not be further from the truth. The fact that they both overlap is pure coincidence. Tell me one thing about Paris. Uh, okay, uh, so uh, people go there to be expats. I mean... 
That's the one more thing. you say expat, the less meaning it has for me. Oh, well, yeah. I'm, I mean, okay. That's fine if it doesn't mean anything so for you. So you're just going to go move to Paris forever? What about the podcast? Yeah, I will be living in Paris as a writer for the foreseeable future. More specifically, for a week and a half since that's when my return ticket is for. The exact same time that your family gets back from the Carnival Cruise? Huh. Oh, yeah. Coincidentally, yes. Okay, so it's less of a moving to Paris forever and more a week and a half abroad somewhere from which you will definitely return at the same time as your parents. I think I can be, I think I can bang out this expat thing pretty quick. Colin, you got a lot of ideas, so I'm just going to go there real quick, be an expat, and then come back here. You're taking a Dramamine pill right now. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I gotta, I gotta get a good night's sleep. No, drama means for seasickness. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, uh, I'm sure downing you, like three or four of them. Yeah, but I mean, like, I get this. I have the same sort of symptoms I do on planes as I do on boats. Okay, that yeah. one actually does work. Yeah, but you also have a big inflatable ducky around your middle. Yeah, well, and I mean, you're I, well, like thick sunscreen. Yeah, under your well, nose. Michael, the big inflatable ducky around my middle is just because I couldn't afford one of those neck pillows that people get on planes. So instead of supporting out. your head with a neck pillow, you're going to support your stomach. I can also move. I can adjust it. I can move it up to my neck. Oh, yeah. yeah. So there it goes. Yeah. So I mean, that checks out. Just a couple more quick questions. Yeah. Where in Paris will you live? Uh, so I'm going to live in the heart of Paris, <laughs> okay. where all the stuff's happening and all the things. Do you uh, have a like an apartment set up or an Airbnb? Totally. As yeah. long as there's no follow-up questions, yes. Well, I don't have any for that, so you are off the hook. Um, what are you going to write your book about while you're being an expat? So I have so many ideas. I've been looking to do a, a follow-up to my... Uh, my uh, dog boy series. Oh, yeah. The guy yeah. who's half dog, half man. Yeah. And the one that everyone says, like, why isn't it just dog, dog man? man. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, I already. Where do you think he's going to go this time? Uh, I mean, I think because I, I write what I know. I Uh-oh. think dog, I know what you're going to say. I think dog boy is going to become an expat. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> and he's going to start <sighs> uh, writing about his adventures in Paris. That sounds like you made it up on the spot. But then also I've seen a lot of your other dog boy books and it's often Dog boy renews his driver's license at the DMV. Uh, dog boy gets broken up with on Fifth Avenue. A lot of like really specific things that I know you just went through. Yeah, and I have had uh, English teachers at university and in high school say that the write what you know rule. I'm the only person that it should not apply to. Because of what tried, you know is and bad. And they've tried to discourage it. Yeah. But I'm like, it's not fair that it's a rule for everyone else and not for me. Last question. How do you feel about croissants? I fucking hate them. It's pancakes or nothing for me. Okay, well, um, I hope you have a great trip. And uh, maybe instead of being an expat, you could just uh, go visit Paris and then come back and be a pat again. I think I'd like that. Okay, well, fortunately, uh, our writer for today is a pat through and through. I believe that they don't live in France. They're not going there anytime soon. I'm so excited to have him on because he writes a pretty exciting genre, the sort of thing where you might hear the big flapping leathery wings of a dragon. Yeah, this genre has been described as the craziest genre of all the genres. You might hear uh, the big grunts of a nasty (laughs) goblin. Yeah, (laughs) and you might hear the clomping Mm. paws of a half-animal, (laughs) half-human 
Whoa. Like a sort of, dog boy. Uh, so, it's that sort of unbridled imagination that's just so exciting because, of course, we're talking about fantasy. And our author today has written hundreds of fantasy books. Please welcome to the podcast, Gene Tinkler. Hello, hello. Gene. Hey, hello, boys. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being on the podcast. It's an absolute pleasure to have you. Yeah, oh, we're so course, excited. Gentlemen. I came all the way from my keep outside of Portland, Oregon, and I'm oh. very excited to be here to share some of my work. I'm working on a trilogy of trilogies now, and I'm, I'm uh, three quarters of the way through. And Wait, I'm a, a trilogy? A trilogy of trilogies. Yes. Now, Michael and I have said we're not numbers, boys. No, we're words guys. Yeah, so a tr- uh, you're a quarter way through. A tr- uh, three quarters of a way through a trilogy of trilogies. Okay. Nine books. Uh, oh. Imagine uh, concentric uh, rings. Okay. okay. You could also just say two trilogies of the way through the three trilogies. Yeah. Well, yes, I just if you understand the intricacies of the plotting, you're kind of tearing down some of the mystery around the fantasy. All right, okay, it's cool to be confused. Fantasy is about building uh, elaborate architectures and uh, intensive scaffoldings uh, of which uh, man or beast can hardly see through Mm. a tangled web. Instead of saying uh, Tim walked to the corner store for a pop, it's seven thousand words on crossing a mountain range and defeating your father's little helper. Okay. See, my biggest critique of fantasy has always been why can't it take place now mm-hmm. and in places that I've been to before? Mm. Well, so. if I might <laughs> challenge your thinking, uh, <laughs> okay. uh, do so at your own risk. Yeah. 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 Liberal use of thinking. Yeah. My books often take place in our time, but in dimensions far beyond our own. If you imagine okay, a shadow, you lost me. Uh, if you imagine a shadow world, look beneath the table, boys. Okay, I mean not literally. Okay. Imagine beneath the table feet. an entire world of say feet. What created a society? Where? Yeah, no, this is uh, purely conjecture. Hey, I know. Where? Where? Not. I look. see them. Oh God! Okay, I, I want to kill them. I don't see them. Yeah. I was looking real hard. Your foot seeing me. Uh, 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 oh, I get uh, it. They're going to battle. Yeah. And here you see the wow. fantasy. Okay. Okay, so that's the only thing fantasy can be? It's about no, feet no, under the table? No, it can be Sounds anything. Like a no, foot it fetish can be anything. Yeah. I haven't seen the new Quentin oh, Tarantino that's a fan- yet. That's a fantasy. But I heard it that is, it's a lot about foot fetish. Oh, you can imagine sex between lots of different things. In fact, in the third book of my first trilogy out of the three trilogies, there's a... <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll have to read it. There's a rather randy scene between a dragon and the king. In this world, oh. only dragons may lay with the king, and only kings may lay with the dragon. That's actually fair. That sounds fair. <laughs> yes. I like that. It actually yeah. comes up in the, the chapter I've brought for you guys today. I'm actually excited to share this. This is from a work in progress. Well, please oh, tell us yeah. all about it. Yeah. Well, this is from a, what will be the seventh book called The Dagger of Brigands. And it concerns the what will become the eighth war between man and elves. <laughs> it concerns a kind of queer battle that happens north of the wall. I can let me get the map here. Okay. Oh, oh yeah, wow. that's one of the things about fantasy. There's always a Lots map before you maps. start. That lays oh it yes, out. Uh, more maps the better. I always. Okay. Say. Yeah, so yeah. you have the lands in the south where the king's pleasure palaces reside, but in the north okay. he has his silver mines, and there's a train that runs betwixt the two. Now, there's a band of gorilla elves, wood elves to be specific, not the mud elves. They live over here. Okay. okay. Wow, this is a big map. It's uh, And this is only half unfolded. Oh, oh wow. My God. Yeah, you can tack that up to the wall if you want. I actually uh, brought my own d- okay. dagger. Okay. Oh, whoa. Whoa. There is 
There's blood on that. It's okay. faux blood. I just came from Comics Con. Oh, oh, very cool. Well, I will say that Dagger uh, is one of many here at Forever Dog because uh, they do contract negotiations a little bit different. I knew you guys would be friendly to the fantasy author. So there's anyway. There's, so in the Northlands yeah. by the King Silver Mines, there's uh-huh. a brand of brigand wood elves. What who is are that word you keep saying? Brigand? Yeah, uh, like robber, burglar. Oh, okay. okay, very cool. Very yes, cool. a brigand. It's like an old timey word. Fantasy's about using bigger words and older words that no one uses anymore. That's so cool. Instead of saying king, try autark. Right now? Uh, try it. Uh, okay. okay. Um, I'm going to burger autark. There you go. Imagine how much yeah. more fantastical that is. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, I'm going hungry. to drink uh, Budweiser artark of beers. Close. Ah, yes. I want to be the aardvark of my own land someday. You boys are losing it. So anyway, there's a band of wood elves that are pillaging the king's gold and silver, and Mm -hmm. our main character, Gurf, who has just been named a sergeant in the king's guard, is leading an army to attack these guerrilla bandits. Gurf sounds noble. Gurf is actually lowborn. He's oh. the child of incest. But he distinguished <laughs> himself in the seventh war against the elves and has ritual scarring on his face, which tells the rest of the army that he is not one to be trifled with. Mm, well, like, okay. my interest is peaked. Yeah. So the scene I'm dropping you into is the as night- peaked as the mountains of Torkond. Oh, now you're doing it. Ah. Yeah, Torkond, here on the map. Oh, there it is. Yeah, that's where I got that pull from. So <clears> the <throat> scene I'm dropping you into is- Gurf, the night before, his army is set to march north through the wall to attack the wood elves. Okay. He's considering what it will mean to be a sergeant for the first time. This is chapter nine, Interlopers in the Keep of the King. Well, take it away. Gurf felt a heavy weight on his shoulders. Perhaps it was just the dwarven wool cloak he wore. Perhaps it was being made a sergeant in the king's guard and being asked to lead a troop into the wilds beyond the wall. Neither were easily born, especially for a child of incest. Gurf gently fingered the fifteen ritual scars on his face earned in the seventh war with the elves. Soon there would be an eighth, and Gurf would be a leader, not just another defaced ranger left to count the passing of the seasons. Quaff the occasional flagon of meat and perhaps, if he was lucky, enjoy the company of one of the port city's famed love automatons. He chuckled to himself, remembering how the lava-operated lovers, forged by the small, skilled hands of the cat-like jub-jubs, could make even the king's fearsome stone brigade smile. Truly, there's nothing in this world like a love automaton, except for perhaps a dragon, who only the kings were allowed to lay with, as was the custom of their land. Gurf surveyed his spare room, his soldier's kit, tattered, tidy, and ready for battle, lay against the wall, next to the exit hole in the wall, covered by about ten wood slabs of uniform length, lashed together with metal bands and affixed to the wall so it could easily pivot to either an open or a closed position. Um, did you say exit? I'm sorry to interrupt. An Uh, exit hole in the wall. Okay, that must be some weird, fantastical... I'm describing a a door, just a door. Oh. Oh. It's just a is lot it? of long walks. Yeah, you know, yeah. every writer has their crutch. <laughs> you know, sure, something sure. That they, they, I struggle so oftentimes to, to, to yeah. describe uh, uh, a door, but uh, okay. it, it, it only comes up. Uh, All right. Well, we're, we're <laughs> sorry like for exit in- hole. Yeah, I, yeah, it's, exit that's hole, fine. Yeah. And we're sorry for interrupting. No, we don't, no, we don't no, usually no. do this during our guests' reading. No, I so. just wanted to. 
just trying yeah, to absolutely, for the listeners absolutely to understand fine. what's yeah. going on. It, Sir, it, the floor is yours. <laughs> Opposite was a window facing the dark and desolate canals where the lowborn farmed shrimp and seagrasses. Beyond, he saw the stars and the fire of the gathered army below. Gurf cursed them both. What did man know of the gods and the plans they had laid for them? And what did the gods know of men and their petty yet noble plans to barrel head on into certain death, still managing to hold their heads high? But these were questions for wizards and not a scarred sergeant. But before Gurf slipped deeper into Twilight Musings, a dragonfire message slid into his room under that big wood slab which didn't like reach all the way to the floor, but still, it, you know, it covered most of the hole in the stone wall, but it remained closed. But still, even though it was closed, there was a small space where the note slid under and then a, a bigger space could be made if the wood thing were to be moved like a moving piece of wall that was light enough for most people to manipulate. Okay. Is it okay if we, I jump yeah. in just... Is there something that's being... Yeah. So Gurf is a a sergeant. Is that what you're missing? Yeah, we can can follow that. Uh, Do you... Child of incest. So this is a... I think I get that. This Mm -hmm. is a rough draft, and you'll come back to it later and smooth out all these... uh, This is being printed. uh, This has been printed. It's Well, currently, it's going to be shipped to bookstores soon. You didn't... You didn't go back and describe these doors more succinctly. Because yeah, couldn't you have just said the letter slid under the door? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel like the word would I just. I, could. I wish I could, boys. You know, I really could, but yeah, this is the artist's uh, craft. <laughs> okay, so I, I I'm sorry, I'm sweating a lot at doors. Just <laughs> they're hard to describe. So. Well, it's you just said it. I, you said it pretty plainly uh, when we were talking. So just sure, when you're sure. writing, I'm. Well, you know what? Maybe Colin. Maybe this is just sort of this trademark thing, like Marcel Proust. You know, he he has a character bite a cookie, and it takes a thousand pages to describe this memory. Maybe it's like this, where it adds something to the story. No, over I'm just time. describing a door. There's nothing oh. weird. About okay. It. Well, that, it just seems like people know what doors are. You could just use the word door, and people will conjure up an image in their right. head. However, sure. dragon is a lot rarer of a thing to exist. So I, it seems like that's where you'd spend more time. Yeah. And then you could just go, just say the the color of the door, what it's made, just like little things. <laughs> yeah, sure, that, sure, yeah, yeah, sure. There, there's another. Do- okay, sorry, there, sorry, a, sorry, it, just, sorry, sorry. This we, is really kind of the pivotal. Okay, and so, again, again so, dragonfire yeah. message. We don't usually jump. We're cutting sorry, okay, the, yeah. the energy. It, just, um, <laughs> you know, we can edit all this out. Yeah, okay, probably thank, will. Thank you, thank you. Editing, uh, building tension. <clears throat> a dragonfire message. Thought Gurf, who would be sending an elven message in the keep of the king? But before he could guess, the rectangle in the wall moved, which was about as tall as him, or perhaps even taller when he looked at it, and was attached to the stone by pins that could pivot. Something on the other side had pushed the rectangle so that it moved in the only direction that it could. But since it was pinned, the rectangle sort of pivoted, as I mentioned before, and then it hit the stone wall but did not fall down because of the pins. There was a loud noise from when the rectangle hit the wall. So the door opened. The door opened, and it's made a loud I, bang. I'm I just. I, I think you're. I think you're doing a disservice to yourself by trying to describe the door. It's, Gene, it, it, it gets is very taking confusing. me out of it. It's it just, gets very <laughs> confusing because I know what a door is, but as you describe sure, it, sure, I'm like, know, maybe no, I don't know what he's talking. I mean, about. a fantasy world without doors—that's too fantastical even for me, Gene Tinkler. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I. Uh, the only thing I can think of would be one of those bead doors where it's a bunch of bees that. Ha- bees no, that those are down. stupid. Okay, only they are stupid. Huge, that's, yeah. that's not wrong. No, that's no, true. You know, but that would be the only one that would take a little more effort to describe. I would yeah, think. It's, yeah. 
I'll just have trouble with doors. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, right. That's very I apparent. So. I mean, yeah. do you want us to do a quick pass? Or like, you know, we could, you could just email us the document. We could just go through those door sections and no, punch I, it. I, like I said, it's already being printed in, oh. in the Sichuan province of China. It's cheaper there. Okay. What did and your editor say when you showed this to this them? This is, I have, I have trouble with doors. I'll be honest. It's sort of a... Shipping can make or break a sale. So optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code POD. That's ShipStation.com with the code POD. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, Priceline. Ever since I was a cub reporter on the St. Louis Post, which is where I first cut my teeth as a writer, uh-huh. working on fantasy by night yeah, and uh, working the beat by day, I had difficulty with doors. I got fired from my reporting job as a result because I couldn't describe simple breaking and entering without yeah. using up all yeah, of my copy. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm sure you were so happy when a robber would go through a window. <laughs> yes. God bless a burglar. Never using yeah. the obvious means of entry which is a a door right so I, even, it's just i can't write it just, look i'll what happens when you go to i don't want to derail us too much but what happens when you go to write about a door i flash back to when i was a young boy eight years old i went in to take a bowel movement a bm as a young boy my entire family was over for easter dinner i did my business the nastiness that it was. And then when I stood to stand up, I tripped and fell and knocked the knob off. Oh my. Clear off the door. And I was stuck in my own stink. Because as I fell, it, well, I don't have to describe it much more, but I was a filthy, filthy young boy. So you were trapped in the bathroom. It's when I first learned to write. I was stuck in that bathroom for four hours. For as you see, when I left... Oh, the chicken was only just about to be carved. That's right. My family cooks chicken for Easter. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> We're libertarians. Oh. We always oh, buy the cheapest okay. thing possible. Yeah, that okay. Makes sense. The hand of the market dictates all of our meals. Now, does yeah. that change like year to year? Whatever's the cheapest meat, fowl, or fish, we'll purchase that and cook that. Okay, interesting custom. So your family head was just carving the just chicken. Just about to carve. So you didn't really miss that much. This was before cell phones, mind you, so I couldn't sure. reach them. So I was shrieking in the bathroom, covered in my own filth. They didn't hear you shrieking? No. Because it was a really thick Shrieks can get door. pretty loud. You'd think they'd hear that. I was a weak boy. Mm, okay. I didn't have strong lungs, and they were also playing the traditional mandolin songs that we played. Oh. Now, is mandolin the cheapest in- instrument? It is, yeah. because it's, so it's the small. dumbest one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the dumbest. Yeah. yeah, that's it. So, I'm sorry. I, this sounds really traumatic. It sounds like your brain put up a block around Pre- these doors. Precisely. Every time I sit down to write about a door, I, <laughs> well, I flash back to being that young boy deciding oh. to write his first fantasy novel to imagine himself anywhere outside of this Duke-covered bathroom. Oh. Can I ask them, why, do you ever think about just, removing 
doors from any of these uh hey now that's an idea these uh maybe maybe i've tried it's simply too hard okay because you can't really have a story without a door. You That's part a, of the hero's journey. Yeah. And imagine writing a fantasy book. I mean, any siege of a castle. I mean, how do you... I mean, right. I, I, banging down a, a door or a gate is half the battle. Yeah, I tried making true. everything gates. I tried beaded mm-hmm, things. Mm-hmm. Oh, you did I tried try the beaded. You did try the windows beaded. that slid, mm-hmm. but then that's just a door. Right, so it right. kind of gets back as around to the same problem. As soon as it becomes a door that... Lock sort of just comes back in exactly. your mind. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Gene Tinkler, I don't want to hold you too much. Is there more to this reading? I have about uh, two and a half more pages, but uh, we can... Uh, we can. Well, we would love to, you know, you dictate, obviously, how much you, you want to share. Sure. Yeah, sure, please sure. dive dive back in. Uh, and again, sorry for the interruption. We Absolutely. will cut this out. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah, because yeah, I'm not really feeling comfortable with my fan base knowing about my, you know... Oh, oh no. it would be really uh, inappropriate. Yeah. I kind of have a badass reputation. Of course, yeah. no one would want that going out. Sure, on, sure, uh, sure. It feels like that's not our place to tell that story. No, yeah. no, no. I've been, I've been working on it for a couple of years. I'd like to release it on my own time. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> that being said, our producer is listening to a different podcast right now. Oh, so we're just going to no. hope that they're flagging this moment, but there's nothing we can do. Great. I, I trust. I trust you guys. It seems like uh, Forever and the Dog is a kind of upstanding institution that will... Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> and the only thing that would prove that they weren't is if that section stayed. Sure, sure, sure. Yes. And I don't have a computer in my keep, so I won't be able to. You'll listen. just have to take I'll our word take for it. Word Wait, for are you a pen and paper guy? I'm a libertarian. Yeah, I work oh, all on pen and paper. Oh, I send cool. it out. It's the cheapest. I got to admit, right, I don't know right. that much about libertarians, so I'm excited to dive into that and find out a little bit it's more. It's the fun thing about libertarians yeah. is we kind of all make it our own. Mm, cool. <laughs> it can be a, a, a different shade to each. Yes, exactly. Wow. Mm. Well, take it away. A grenade skittered over Gurf's feet and exploded, temporarily blinding him and filling his nose with the odious stench of evening tide mushroom. As if reading his thoughts, a voice cut through the smoke like a Pandrossian iron cutlass slices through sea dragon flesh, which is to say, it cut very easily. If I might offer some advice, Sergeant Gurf of the King's Guard, don't breathe too deeply of the evening tide mushroom as it will either drive you insane or make your member shrivel up and fall off. Fates that would be equally bad for a man of your tastes. The voice was high-pitched and seemed to come from every part of the room at once. Some syllables sounded like they were right next to Gurf. Some sounded like they were behind him. And yet others sounded like they were coming from the other side of the opening in the wall that was now empty. Hence the opening, because the big plate had been moved, shaped roughly like a serving dish for fowl, but much larger, maybe six times as big. So now the wall was like a bag that had been opened, but the bag had holes on either side, meaning the wall now had a temporary but intentional hole in it from the wood piece which had been moved. You called it a plate? It's like a big plate. A door's like a big plate. See, this one definitely, like, I, you used so many words, but it conjured up no image in my head. I do not know what you're talking about. You're a very direct writer in a lot of other ways. Even the bag with two holes didn't read. Yeah, I have no idea. The only reason I know what you're talking about is because we've 
Discussed. I mean, our about, listeners won't yeah, know this because we're cutting it out. Yeah, but we've true. discussed at length that you have trouble writing doors. Yes. But if I was coming into this fresh, just reading it, I would have no idea I what the this, fuck you are talking about. I would get about. hung up on the bag thing, and I'd be like, "Is this like a world where there's tunnels? Yeah, from and one I, place and I'm to not another?" Mad at you? I'm like concerned I'm for mad at you. I'm concerned yeah. for yeah. you. No, this for is sure. your profession. Sure. This is your livelihood. Like you have got to get it together. Here, try, let's try something. Repeat after me. Gurf walked through the door. Gurf walked through the hole in the brick wall that had been covered previously by some sort of large shield. I'm going to cut you off there. I thought I was going to come back around yeah. and maybe it'd get at the end. No. But I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm really very... You, you know, here's You're what we'll sweating do. and your nose is I bleeding. No. Yeah. Oh, God damn. Let's do this. Let me keep reading. When we get to a next description, you guys, I'll point... Okay. And you guys say door. Okay. And then and I, then I'll, I'll this say what I had written. Okay. Okay. I mean, I'll do it. It's going to confuse the listeners when they just hear two random voices. Sure, sure. Should we sp- practice real quick? Sure. Okay, so point to us. Door. door. Okay, great. I think this will work. Okay. Who goes there, hissed Gurf, drawing his ranger's blade? Don't play coy, Sergeant Gurf, son of Gorf. For your time on our prison ships, you should know an elven voice when you hear one. Gurf managed to slide open the window behind him, and the air cut a channel in the smoke, revealing a trim and proud figure with a minotaur-skin hat cocked jauntily on its brow. It was a wood elf, and by the insignia on its clothing, it looked to be a member of the guerrilla band that had been plundering the rail lines that ran between the king's silver mines in the north and his pleasure palaces in the south. Just surprised to see one of your kind so far south, Gurf brought his blade close to his face to make sure the elven gorilla knew he was armed. Gurf tightened his grip on the sword hilt, like someone might grip a door. door. Okay, and what I have is the round metal protrusion for a hand to grasp that came out of the wood rectangle that covered the wall hole that let you go inside the wall, then through it. Good God, Okay, man. wait, so okay. is that handle then? Yeah, that would be a door knob. Okay, yeah, door knob. Yeah. Okay, so the, our part didn't really help because <laughs> I, the rest I mean, was so much longer. The, he was still gripping the door. I mean, it was... Yeah, but, but if the... If the listen, if the reader doesn't know what you're talking about, it does you no good. They're not going to have you there. Well, they know to- Gurf has his ranger's blade held up to his face to intimidate the wood elf, whose name is Bucket, by the way, which we will find out. Oh yeah, of yeah, course they know that. Clear, yeah, and okay, I'm on the yeah, edge of my sure, seat. Sure. I have two questions. Mm. One: Have you ever gone to therapy? Uh, unfortunately, no therapist will come into the keep. Okay, and okay, I guess I have three questions. <laughs> Next is. What is the keep? Uh, it's my house, but I call it the keep because it sounds more, you know, fantastic. Is it like a big, you know, wooden stone castle? No, it's castle? kind of just a, you know, a A-frame wooden. Oh, okay. And if you want to. So it's a kind of normal you, It's a normal house. If you want to get into your keep or if, say, someone wanted to visit you at sure, your keep. Sure, sure, sure. What would they have to do to get in? Well, you know, you'd have to uh, grip the, 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 the door handle. Oh, twi- okay. twist and rotate the, the handle and, are bulging. And, pu- and push, push through the rectangle and enter my keep. Okay. I th- ah! Oh, I. Oh, my I think God. this is good. I think this is good. I think we're. Wow. This is a, I think I we're, think we're killing the, him. I think, we're sound. I think we're on the verge of a breakthrough. It sounded good, but also okay. he I, said he said door and doorknob. I think I think we're having a breakthrough. Things okay. are happening, but I <laughs> he looks weak. Can I take my shirt off? You're a strong. Uh, no. Yeah. Oh, uh, no? you can? Because you told me I'll I can't take, take my well, shirt off. Well, yeah, you can't take your shirt Why? off. Why? Michael. Oh, because of my bad body? You're, yeah, the, uh. the the medical nonsense that's going on under your shirt. 
I no. got stuff put in. So I, what? I don't trust doctors. They also won't come to uh, okay, my keep. Okay, well, listen, you can take your shirt off. I just have to say, when you came in, I was so impressed because you're this tall, burly, very muscular man thank you, thank with a you. large beard with thank two you. braids coming out of the bottom. Yes. And, you know, you look very, like, Nordic and, like, mm -hmm. a, a Viking out of time. Um, but now I just sort of see you as this kind of weak, shriveled up shrimp of a man. Yeah, yeah. and you know what else uh, sort of, uh, you know... Uh, sort of, uh, I guess, in my eyes, you're you're not the hero I thought you'd be when you walked in. <laughs> is that every time you did one of those long rambling descriptions where you could have just said door, you fully pissed yourself each time. I, like, yeah. like, yes. full, like it doesn't even I make sense. Like you haven't been drinking more water in between. So and it's not just yeah. like a little bit. No. It's full. It's I full. feel deeply dehydrated. I'm yeah. dizzy and lightheaded and my fingers are cramping. <laughs> it seems like we're watching someone go through a waking nightmare. It's my writing process, gentlemen. I, well, uh, you got to... You got to amend it. And then I also, everything you've been writing sounded so cool, but the more I'm hearing, the more everything's sort of falling apart. For example, sure. Gurf's dad's name is Gorf. Yeah, Gurf, son of Gorf. And then his grandfather's name is Glurf. Okay, so at first I was like, Gurf, that's a cool name. Sounds like turf, like astroturf yeah. or tough. Or sure. a surf, maybe what? if we're if you're yeah, thinking. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You but have to remember they're lowborn. So he's yeah. the child of incest that's born uh, into a canal full of shrimp Okay, and so his grass. dad's name is Gorf, Gorf, and Gorf slept with his sister, yes. whose name was Slorf. <laughs> See, that's not cool. The this more you go on, it just sounds like you're ripping off the Smurfs. You don't somebody... understand the deep mythos of it, okay? Oh. I mean, he entered the King's Guard at the lowly age of two and fought his way through the second, third, not the fifth, but that's a longer story, sixth, seventh, all the wars with the elves and distinguished himself. I mean, if I could show you the ritual scars this guy has on his face, well, you would not be talking ill of Gurf. I mean, it's sort of like that map where I, I'm very impressed seeing it all laid out and seeing mm -hmm. the world that you've created but there's something about having to put a map in your book that says I'm not a good enough writer to just tell you this story well, okay, okay well but how would you get the castles and the incest and all the cool stuff in there if you didn't have a map to orient yourself yeah. you saying that dragons and, and, and raw breasts and that stuff isn't cool you say raw breasts yes <laughs> nude without anything on it I wouldn't say that's raw why not I, I'll also say that looking at this map uh, and all of the uh, sort of buildings and homes and castles, wherever there should be a door, I'm just noticing this now, you've just written the word painful memory. Yes. <laughs> yes. And well, then there's this sort of like scratched, everything is done in like fine point pen, maybe with like yes. a quill or calligraphy. Uh -huh. And then the doors seem to be like charcoal black yeah, scribbling. Sort of, there's some punctures. And there's also, it just too. says, I was just a boy. I was just a boy. And then on the <laughs> bottom here, it says, please let me out, mama. Why have you forsaken me on this, our Easter morn? Yeah, well, that's just probably coincidental. I mean, that's... Okay. I, I just actually, feel like maybe you can't tell these stories until you tell your own story. Wow. It, are you saying that maybe the deepest fantasy is one's own tale? I don't think no, that. No, that's, 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 yeah, that I wouldn't think that either. I say pretty straightforward. Yeah, Michael's, uh, I think, pretty firmly uh, stated on the podcast that he thinks that the the best fantasy story is uh, Blank Check, the movie. Well, yeah. I mean, that kid yeah. gets all of his dreams coming true. He gets a whole truck 
full yeah, of Oreos yeah, right up no, to his mansion. No dragons. Yeah. No, I mean, right, who's well, his father? Where was he born? What army does he serve in? I mean, how could it be fantasy if a boy finds a piece of paper and there's no magic? I guess I'm thinking more of the fantasies that I have while I'm riding the train and I'm looking around. I'm sure. saying, God, I want to hit everybody on this train. Yes. I can't. What's another way I could make them suffer? This is why I stay in my keep and anyone that comes near, I draw my dagger covered in fake blood that I got from Comics Con. Well, I got to say, I am impressed that you have a door in your keep because I was uh, a little worried that maybe you would have this long, drawn out way of how you get in and out of your house. But I it's cool that you use the. I don't use them. I keep do them not. open. It's why I live so far away. You because keep, otherwise you people keep, would just come and go. So you just I keep the door open. Yes, I don't address Wait, it. So I, how do you get in? It's open. It's, he just leaves oh, it you open. Just walk it's in. just it's a wall hole. Is it you, safe for you to use your home? You what go do you to mean? you go to sleep at night. Yes. All the lights out and just an open door. Well, all the candles are blown out. Yes, and there's an open there's an open wall just, hole and then there's wait, the stairs. Wait, when you say candles, then, you use electricity. Let, no, no, it's candles. I'm I am far off the grid. Yeah, you said you're in Portland. Well, outside, outside of, of Portland. Okay, like, so this is like the Pacific Northwest. Yes. And you're sort of just kind of like roughing it. What? Yeah, it is Portland, Oregon or Portland, Maine? Oh, Oregon, Oregon. Oh, okay, okay, Oregon. Okay. I tried to live in Maine, but King kicked me out. Stephen King. Yeah. Oh. He said there can only be one weird, uh, weirdo, wicked right. guy. The, we yeah. tried the to go. Stephen Aardvark. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, very clever, Colin. Mm. Yeah, we went up there and he said, hey, there's only one dairy boy here in town and he kicked us out. He did much the same to me. He except tweaked he's... our castle rocks. Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah. He did the very same to me. And by that, I mean nipples. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's a very rude man. But yeah, anyway, I live on my own in a, in a you know, a sensible two-bed, yeah. half, one-and-a-half bath. Uh, but I just don't use any of the, you know, doors. I just keep them open. Because otherwise, if I try to uh, address the door, if I even face it, I pass out. And I've <laughs> I've had a lot of things stolen from me by woodland creatures. I don't know if those are woodland creatures. <laughs> well, it's again, nobody lives mm. around me. So if I have my groceries and I pass out in front of my house, the groceries spill out. Baguette, banana, uh -huh. uh, orange rolls throw away. Right through the woods. Lands in the creek. I have a little creek, which is nice. It's that is I, nice. Where I wash myself and braid my beard hairs. <laughs> the creek near the keep. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I call. Well, I call it the the, the creek of the keep because oh, okay. it's more fantastical right. to use the of construction oh, as right. opposed to the apostrophe. Should yes. I should I start doing that for my last name? Because the O in O'Brien, I guess it used to mean of. Yeah, like of Brian. Should I just what's go your back? dad's name? Uh, Dan O'Brien. So you should be Colin Brian of O, son of Dan Brian of O. Is that right? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. So it shouldn't it be. Sounds it sounds cool. Be, that kind of sounds regal. Yes. Colin. Colin of Dan, Colin of Dan of Morris. What if it was of... Colin Dan son of O'Brien? Any way that's complicated is good for oh, fantasy. Okay. Yeah. Yes. That I... is a good point to listeners who are aspiring writers. Yes. Anything that's complicated is good. And if you can sort of imagine a simple sentence and then you go to a thesaurus and you sort of allow the bloated sentence to grow and grow, mm. then you're yes. really yes. writing fantasy. Yeah. The, like... the more words, the better the writing. A hundred percent. I think that's so true. Now, I, I did want to ask Jeans Tinkler, um, how did you get to us today? Because we booked you for a couple months ago. Oh, yes. And you were not there. <laughs> and then My today journey. we weren't supposed to be recording. Um, and we got a call from our producer and she said you were here. Yes, I've had a long and arduous journey. I 
naturally can't enter airports, bus stations, cab, cars, or any other vehicles. So oh, I had to walk this you way. What? From Portland, Oregon? Well, I rode a bicycle some of the way, okay. but uh, then it sort of broke down, and uh, I couldn't get inside of the bike shop. Oh, it right. Was, Unfortunately, I screamed outside and I said, does not one of your kind have a, uh, a shop with a revolving door? Yeah, so revolving doors said, are no, fine? And no, bikes get stuck in the revolving yeah, doors, and true. that actually makes a lot of sense. What about sense. How some of those grocery stores that have automatic doors that open on their own? They save my life. It's okay. how I'm allowed to that's, get groceries. That the woodland creatures yes, steal so from I you. so I walk into Portland, and I go into the uh, the Safeway, which has, okay. it You're senses me. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, it's a West yeah. Coast. And then Safeway, I go safe house for you. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> 100%. Yeah. But I cannot go into the meat freezer. Uh, it's got one of those walk-in guys where you can look at the right. cattle. Sometimes I use it for research, but I need to have somebody open it up for me. Right. Now, what's your dating life like? Oh, abysmal, my friends. Absolutely Yeah, abysmal. you do seem, the life that you're sort of portraying here mm-hmm. seems to be quite desolate. In college, I knew the touch of a woman, but uh, it was mostly just my roommates waking me up when I'd passed out in front of our apartment because, again... yes. I was fortunately transferred to a dorm that had revolving doors, and I was able to conclude my studies. I actually studied mathematics. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, again, very complicated and interesting stuff, and yeah. it led me to fantasy. <laughs> you seem like you're a... Uh, you might be a burden to every single person you meet. I've been told this before, mm. but, mm. you know, I... One chooses not to listen to the critics, or one chooses to, and as the life of a writer, <laughs> you know. Okay. I yeah. choose the former path. That's true. Now, I, I did want to ask really quick um, what you think about the United States government. Ah, finally. The ultimate fantasy. Overthrowing the U.S. government with a band of my libertarian pals. I think that government should be so small that you should be able to put it in your back pocket and forget it was even there. Right. You're this off the grid kind of guy where 100%. you're like, are there even paved roads where you are? Uh, it's halfway and then it sort of stops. The pavement doesn't get maintained. Yeah. So it's sort of broken apart. See, Colin and I are city guys. So we really like everything that's provided to us. You really know, like, like hustle and bustle. And yeah, like you were saying, all the things that provide things that were afforded. Uh, yeah, by I'm hoping to get, uh, you know, universal health care. I would, <laughs> I'd get sick a lot and it would be nice to be able to get that taken care you of. You trust right? those goons to care for your wretched body? Well, I, the only you thing. You don't get I, to call it that. I, I it see that. you here before me and see a weak man who needs to be coddled. No, it's well, not. That's why he put some of that stuff in. Yeah, I had extra stuff put in. The only stuff you need was provided by the soil and the sun and the leaves and also <laughs> the water. How how are you going to talk down to Michael when you can't even open a door? Yeah, that's true. I, I when I, from zero to seven, I was able to open doors. Uh-huh. So, okay, and I believe that one day I will be able to again. But until now, I'll just be passing out in front of stores, restaurants, uh, pet stores, bookstores. Anything that requires you to enter and open yes, a door. I do have a very 
nice manager, and I'd like to give a little <clears throat> shout out to him and uh, just say thank you for helping my book tours go so smoothly and, and all that. It's got to be a lot of work yeah, for him. Too. And a lot of book tours. I write a lot of books again. The more How the many? Merrier. Uh, I think it's up to 117 now. 117 and books. And each one is 2,000 pages long. And how many of those pages roughly would you say are just descriptions of doors? Uh, I haven't crunched the numbers, but I would say probably one third to two quarters, oh which is God. one half. Again, I was a math guy, so okay. I can reduce yeah. fractions. Yeah, yeah the, that's where the two quarters of three trilogies comes in. Yeah. Exactly, right. exactly. exactly. Yeah. Well, listen, is there I, I, a lot of this time, normally we do an interview, but the um, jumping in that we've done has been sort of so overwhelming. It's, yeah, no, I really, it's going to be a very short podcast when we cut all this out. Yeah, yeah. do you have any other parts of this book that you'd like to... Well, to I could end? give a little tease for the fans. Oh, we'd, we'd love, love that. that. Yeah, yeah okay. absolutely. Well, so at the, the end of this chapter, Gurf meets the Wood Elf Bucket, and he is... Uh, well, he, you were talking again, about bucket these before. names. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, you were talking I, about bucket. When you first bucket. said, I was like, "Oh, that's cool." It kind of reminds me of like Buckethead. Um, but now, when you say bucket, I just think that you looked around in your home and you saw probably what you use as a bathroom because I bet you don't have bathrooms because of your traumatic past. <laughs> yeah, no, yes, I piss into a bucket. Okay, yeah. yeah. So and or yeah. the creek, depending if I'm yeah. showering. Yeah, you know, it seems like you maybe uh, you got to a point where you're like, I can't do another name that rhymes with gorf like people are gonna there this are is just gonna be ridiculous i'll names, i'll yeah. uh, branch out and then you saw bucket and you're Br like, branch is the called. name actually the name of his uh subordinate bucket Good. subordinate okay He's so branch okay. branch yes and branch an actually, elf yeah also a wood elf okay, yes wood. well he was formerly a a, a, a mud elf oh, but uh, then the care. wood elves I were really taken don't over. care <clears throat> so anyway yes it uh, sucks this is stuff now that i don't want to know well you have to know i it. feel That's, like it's putting it's you're putting more and more onto my back and I feel isn't like that I'm, what you want for the state to fill you with platitudes and knowledge no that's not that's not what i want strike out on your own what fear do you have i like things like the postal service the band no yes. i'm talking about what well, Yes, I do yes. like the postal service, but I'm just saying things that the government provides that are just uh, run well. You know, if, if you had it your way, how would people send mail? If you have something to say to someone, you march to their home and you tell it to them to their face. I just think this, this idea you have works for you and for no one else in the world. That's not true. Not everyone has I've time to cross the country to do a podcast. Exactly. Come to the On woods foot. of Oregon or Washington State. There's lots of us out there, and it's kind of a fun, I wouldn't call it a community, but we... No, you couldn't call it a community. We hang out. I bring some copies of my books over to some of the guys. They give me some bullets they make on their own. Oh, and... God, homemade bullets? Oh, yes. <laughs> Uh-oh, this sounds like this whole community could be like... Kind of fucked up. There's some troublesome elements for sure, but we police our own. Again, you don't need the state to maintain this. Have you sort seen of the thing. movie Green Room? Uh yes, yes, I believe I have about the punk rock band. Yeah, that goes the on neo Nazis. And uh, yeah, I don't, I, I don't associate with those and guys. Have you, but have they you seen the movie around. Greenberg? Yeah, have you seen Greenberg? Uh, yes, kind of a guy who's sort of having trouble, and they played it at an outdoor park in Portland, yeah, and I caught some of that's it. That's the one, yeah. <laughs> Just want to know if, what you've seen and yeah. what you haven't seen. Anyway, about so the green? Gurf and Bucket, they, uh, Bucket ends up making Gurf pass out through his grenade, and he drags him over the wall, and, and Gurf ends up seeing that actually the mining operation that the king has set up is a little bit of an imposition on the people. And he decides that, in fact, the 
wealth that's in the ground should only be available for those strong enough to extract it and take it on their own. So Gurf joins Bucket and his wood elves, and they, well, they make a little trouble of their own. You'll have to read the other nine books to find out how it ends. Yeah, that is kind of cool. I am sort of intrigued, but at the same point, I know I'm not going to read them. Yeah, there's not a chance in hell. Do you want to hear the the end of this chapter just to kind of get a yeah. taste of yeah, where it leaves yeah. off? Okay. <clears throat> but Gurf's body moved as if stuck in thickened and sweetened Cyclops milk. Seeing the surprise on his face, the elf bucket laughed. Evening tide mushroom, when it's raw, can open a wall hole closer and opener, but not in a wall, but in the mind. Gurf collapsed to the floor and felt the elves' hands grab him and drag him as he fell through another, not literal, but mental gap between a wall. And this wall divided sleep and awake. And now it was open because the covering, again, though not literal, resembled the covering, keeping the wall between the hallway and his room intact. But instead of using the mental handle to open and close it, the evening tide mushrooms, which here were the handle, had allowed the dastardly elf to open the wall and push him into sleepland, where the lizard kings rule over man's unconscious mind. That stinks. It's yeah, but no, but it's basic. It's badass. That though. door, that door stuff is really starting to piss me off. The, the, thing, the only question I do have is, uh, how is Cyclops milk? Because I've been doing oat milk recently. It's oh, oat milk's good. It's yeah. sweeter. Yeah, Cyclops is, milk is as thick as ice and colder still, and it is uh, refreshing. I'm told in coffee but i also should say i believe all the stuff i write is true but just exists outside of a dimension that i know you believe everything in that it's true i believe that i am a medium oh so it it's not technically fantasy in your mind it would be non-fiction you're just an insane person no these are the scribblings of a lunatic but what but what but but what difference is there between the philosopher and the madman Uh, both men who believe they know better than the rest of the world no i think philosopher is the one with the tall hat they lives in the vatican you're thinking of harold potter of wizard world oh that might be true michael i think we might need to get someone in here to Sort of take this guy to I checked out. Yeah, yeah. Like check him out. Okay, why don't you dial that person while I introduce our final closing segment? Okay, great. Now, uh, there's something we always love to do, and we love to do it. It's so good. And the people who listen really <laughs> like it too. Um, because everybody listens all the way to the end. And while no one has said in a comment or a review or even in passing that, hey, I've listened, I like those new segments you and Colin have been doing for the past couple months, we get the sense that it's working. And We've only tried well, two, and we're going to keep it, trying it's them. It's sort of like, uh, you know, in the movies. Oh, yeah. Like, you know that uh, when uh, the the makeup artist uh, does a good, hair and makeup does a good yeah. job, you don't notice it. Right, and So exactly. I can only assume that this is similar, that no one's noticed this bit. and That's proof that it's working. It. Yeah, right, and if they... Right. If they didn't like it, they'd say something, but you don't notice when you love it. So this is something we call shortest, saddest. And basically, do you know that famous short, um, short, short story for sale, baby shoes never worn? Sure, Hemingsway. Yeah, well, we think we can get even shorter and maybe even a little sadder. Okay. So we kind of take turns going around and just doing as short and concise of a 
uh, sad sentence as we can. So um, we can just take a minute and and think of ours. I'm ready to go first. Okay. <clears throat> just give me one second. Okay, I've got it. <clears throat> Bounce house, fully deflated, on my lawn. So there we go. That's that's probably the shortest, saddest thing I could think of Pretty today. Pretty tragic. Yeah. Uh, here's my shortest, saddest sentence. Nana died before her 90th birthday cruise. Hooray. I don't have to go anymore. Oh, is that... No, just I'm just writing. Oh, I'm just just a writing exercise. Okay. Yeah, not related to anything. Well, um, Gene Tinkler, do you have one for us? Yes, <clears throat> and this is just off the top of my head. Sure, yeah. Septivarian raised his sword above his head and brought it down, but instead of striking the accursed elf, it struck his own head. Wow, that's, you know that, what? That's actually really good. That's pretty good. It's not that short. It's <laughs> kind of sad. It that's is the shortest sad. thing I've ever written. Yeah, I was going to say, actually. for you, yes. uh, I thought I was really worried that that was going to stretch on and on. I'm just thank, thanking goodness that you didn't have anybody no walking such thing through. as goodness or godness. <laughs> okay, well, I wasn't you know what they say? say there's when, only when, your own fist. <laughs> when, uh, when goodness closes a door, he opens a window. Mm, it's very true. Yeah. Could you repeat that back to yeah. us? Can you say it again? When goodness closes a door, he opens a window. And yes, goodness is a he. When goodness closes uh, like a big plate that has been screwed into the drywall and made into a, a pivot hinge and it's shot to Colin, were you able to call someone to get no ready? They are on their way. Okay. They are, yeah. And as much as you push or pull. Insane asylum? Yeah. Okay, yeah. great. It yeah. can move, they're coming in, but they're actually coming thou has right to now. have a key. Okay, perfect. So should we get end this? Yeah, yeah, we should end and it. I must and that's the end of that chapter. Oh, here they are. Yeah, he's right here. Hey, where's the guy? He's okay. right there. Okay. He's right there. Right there. daggers. Oh, I got many. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention that. He does have daggers. You didn't say he had daggers. Oh, well, do you, you guys must deal with this all the time. You know what to do. Okay. Face me, swine. Okay, gonna put him in a headlock. <laughs> Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Oh, okay. Okay, he's almost out. Let's just drag him out the door. Oh, God. He's, oh, God. he's twice as big oh. my maps. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.